One of the perks of listening to this podcast is as a reward, I leave you with little nuggets of life wisdom to enhance your journey in the great wide open. And as the leader of the Party God Squad, it's my job to improve your partying skills. Your tips today are all wedding guest centered. So if you're wedding guest material, it's time to listen up. When attending a wedding, treat yourself. I mean it. If you've made the decision to attend the wedding nine times out of ten, it's not your regularly scheduled party. You're going to have outfit changes and shoe changes. You might even want to rock two different hairstyles. Really treat yourself to comfort. Don't have a car? Prepare to rent one. Don't live nearby where it's happening? Get a hotel room and don't cut corners. The brides and grooms may be nervous and stressed on their big day, but that does not mean you have to be. When you're packing, if this is a destination wedding, cover all of your bases. Wedding shoes, regular shoes, pajamas, an outfit for the next day so you aren't in last night's slacks, cacks, or slits. And speaking of the next day, if you take my advice and do get a hotel room, most times the hotel has a block. This means a bunch of rooms specifically put aside for the attendees. When you check in, you might receive a gift bag upon arrival. These are made by the couple getting married as a welcome to their wedding. It'll have snacks, usually water bottles. If they're real fancy, they might even have a sparkling water bottle in there. Individual packets of Advil or Tylenol or some kind of hangover cure. And did I mention snacks? All cute things to make your stay a little easier. Do not wait to look inside the bag until the next morning when the wedding is over, okay? Because there's likely a more detailed itinerary of the schedule of events. If there are shuttle buses coming to get the guests and take the guests from the hotel to the venue, boom. It'll say the exact time that the shuttle buses will be waiting outside. If there's a brunch or after party, all that info will be on that itinerary too. Do not assume you know when stuff is happening or where it's happening. If you do, you could end up as the last guest outside the hotel while everyone else is safe at the venue eating lobster fettuccine during the cocktail hour. While you and your friends are outside the hotel with half full high noons ready to rage only to be told by the shuttle bus driver who's standing outside the vehicle, which is odd because you can't drive a vehicle from outside a vehicle. And his bus, the last bus to the venue where you're going has broken down and now you gotta take a hometown Uber with an Uber driver that somehow looks like every guy you went to high school with all crammed into one. He'll get you there fast though. If you're a purse or clutch carrying individual and you arrive at cocktail hour and the purse or clutch you've chosen to hold has no strap or way to attach it to your person, then you gotta choose drink or food. I know. You want to shove everything inside that gullet of yours. You can't get it down your throat fast enough. But in life, we must make sacrifices. You'll have all night to drink drinks and keep your belongings safe at the table. So my suggestion is calling it the snack tail hour and eat up, especially if there's sushi. If you'd like to remember the night you might not remember, then remember to have enough storage space on your phone because you're not going to delete at the venue. You're just gonna give up. And then someone else has your memories. And you look so nice, we gotta document. And if you're doing the wedding right by the end, if you're wearing heels, you'll be shoeless. Dancing the night away, so make sure those toes are looking fresh. 
If there's a lot of food at the end and perhaps you've gotten friendly with the staff, then ask for a to-go container. You're here for a good time and a long time. Pack your late night favorites and your future self will thank you. Have some joints rolled should you find yourself in a smoke circle. And for the love of God, do not forget Q-tips. I hope these party tips make the next wedding you go to unforgettable and smooth. Congratulations to my friend Ivana and her new husband Nick on their marriage. If your marriage is anything like your wedding, then you are in for an electric lifetime together. Rage on, Party God Squad. Welcome to the Rocky Rundown, where you get to learn a little bit about my week. Party God Squad, hello. Did you have a good week? I sure hope so. I hope it was filled with end of summer fun and unforgettable good times. Labor Day is here, which is the calendar closing bell of summer. If you're anything like me, I imagine you're a bit sad to see summer end. It really feels like summer 2022 was different. The fun felt funnier. The sun felt sunnier. Because it was. Quite literally. I was with some friends the other night, and one of them said this is the coldest summer we'll ever have. So that's daunting. But a tan does look good on all of us, and these are the cards we were dealt. In the meantime, I am finding my fun routines to stay happy this fall. You can actually probably hear all the fun in my voice. She crackling. I almost find it symbolic that I'm close to losing my voice at the end of summer. The other night I went out with some people to watch our friend's husband's band play and it was so much fun. Big group of us and me and one of my girlfriends start talking to these Irish guys. Well, they started talking to us if you check the tape. And they were a laugh and a half for the most part. I think it was loud and then they had these thick ass accents. But one thing they did ask, which I thought was an odd question, is why do American guys roofie drinks? They actually seemed really outraged, as anyone should be, but it was just kind of a random question to ask two girls that you're sitting next to drinking drinks with at a bar. Maybe he had empathy, or maybe he was roofied by American guys. Who knows? I am not an American guy, so it wasn't an easy question for me to answer, but I'm sharing it because this was a real thing a stranger asked me genuinely and casually. Not my choice topic and not unique to American men. You can be roofied in any country, but I think America may have put it on the map in a very USA way, as we tend to do with many things. So I sat there and I really pondered it. Finally, I said to him, probably because they don't have Irish accents, I'm pretty earthy and I'm pretty hippie, for sure, sometimes. And this same night that I was sitting talking to these Irish guys, I looked down and I realized my shoes were off. I slipped my flip-flops off and they were just hanging on the back of the bar stool and shit like a little koala. It was in that moment I realized I don't need to be a hippie everywhere I go. And I'm sharing this so I can learn as I go. You know, we all should learn from our weird little mistakes. There's no reason for me to ever be that comfortable in a neighborhood bar. If you're listening to this, you probably have a little bit of that hippie spirit in you too. Let's vow to figure out the right time and place to release our hippiness together. Hold one another accountable. Hippie accountable. Deal? Deal. I've been thinking a lot about health insurance lately and it is so wild to think about. It's so expensive no matter what. And if it's not expensive, it really doesn't get you much. But I was thinking about a cheat code. Now this cheat code is for external injuries only, you dig? Only if you got a problem on the outside of your body. 
and you happen to be getting on a flight soon or a flight is cheaper than the hospital visit you might pay. All you got to do is pretend you got the injury on the flight and have someone call out, is there a doctor in the house? Boom, you get treated right on the spot. They have to do it. They took an oath. This might not be the most sound advice, but I specialize in parties, not injuries. That brings us to Rocky's Highest Thoughts, my most stoned thoughts of the week. Number one, speaking of doctors, even in medical school, one of those doctors is the dumbest of their class, and their whole class knows it. Number two, why is cops still a show? Number three, sometimes when I'm stoned, I read the comment section of TMZ's posts, and recently someone wrote, I steal Tabasco, I don't know why. If I have to know that information about a stranger, so do you. Number four, I don't think I ever need to know what turtle soup tastes like. And number five, if we weren't meant to scratch our itches, then why do we have nails, bruh? My guest this week is comedian Tata Charisse. Tata's wild word was chase, but luckily we don't need to chase you down to listen, baby. You are already here. If you haven't done so already, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me at Wild Nights with Rocky on TikTok and Instagram, at Wild Nights Pod on Twitter. If you want to watch extended interviews with all of my guests, please subscribe on YouTube. You can feel free to support the show with your wallets by joining my Patreon for two or five dollars a month. A big thank you to everyone who's written a review on Apple Podcasts and a future thank you to everyone who will write one after this episode is over. It really does make a difference. And now, please enjoy my Wild Nights conversation with Tata Charisse. Tata, welcome. Thank you for doing the podcast. No problem at all. Thank you for having me. I gotta say... And this is for anybody who's just listening, not looking at the visual. Your face is bright and shiny. You look so happy right now. I don't even think you realize how contagious your energy is through the screen. Oh, well, that really, that really means a lot because like personally, you know, life is like, ah, yeah. But you know, I always show up to things like this interview shows Mm -hmm. and I put my best foot forward, you know, and I try to bring the energy that the people expect from me. Yeah, you are, you are really giving it this morning, or I guess it's this afternoon now, but you are right. really giving it, and I'm, I'm feeling it. It's a weekend, a long weekend. Hello, thank you. I have to say it's so hot that it's hard to keep a smile on at all times, and I'm a summer person, you know, I, I prefer when it's warm, but it is hard when you're literally sweating buckets. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? What have you been doing this summer to kind of keep cool? Um, This summer, I didn't hit up the, uh, the water. I didn't get into water as much as I wanted to, mm-hmm. like beach trips and pools. So that is a little bit of a bummer for me. But yeah. I did stay busy with shows and, you know, seeing a few friends here and there. Mm-hmm. You know how it goes. Just trying to work. Honestly, as an adult, summer still means work. Yes, it does. <laughs> so Yes, it does. You know, I think the biggest part of my summer was my Jamaica trip. And uh, going to LA was pretty cool too, yeah. What part of Jamaica did you go to? Um, I went to a few parts, actually. I stayed in Hellshire Beach, which is like Bob Marley's community and Mm -hmm. where he's from and everything. Uh, My family lives there and is from there. So when I go, it's more of a homey thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But my favorite part of the trip was going to Portland, Jamaica, which is like the country, which is like three hours away from the airport so that right there was a really 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 beautiful yeah being there with family you know staying at the family house yeah my little brother so and then the water that's where I got that's the only place I got some good water yeah was in Jamaica Mm -hmm. I I was actually in Jamaica in December for a wedding and it was incredible it was incredible we didn't I didn't get to do any 
exploring of the island itself. I was mm-hmm. kind of staying on a resort that was, everything was handled so meticulously and organized that it was like, this is where you're staying. This is where you eat dinner. This is the house you're in, where the wedding events are. But even so, the resort was right on the water. And uh, I was just sitting by the pool one day and I was looking out at the water and the waves crash and I go, okay, this is it. This is what life is about. I don't know if you get down with that Jamaican kush, but you oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did plenty of that this summer. <laughs> That's the shit that keeps me going. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nothing. Yes. Nowadays, Never ever frustrated, upset uh-huh. or anything. I like, I like a blunt. You have Light to, you have to. And it, you have it brings to. me right back. Now we can talk. You know, matter of <laughs> fact, I don't even know what I was mad about. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I feel good. And I have told everyone I possibly can, there's nothing like weed from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It it's was, pure. It was it's so good. Yep. Yeah. I still have some like dust in a bag from it. And sometimes <laughs> I'll just sprinkle it on top or I'll roll my joints in the dust from the Jamaica weed. And I'm just like, uh, you could say that I'm still chasing the high of Jamaica. Ah, <laughs> so Tata's Man. wild word was chase. So Tata, give us your wild night story, Chase. Oh man, this this story is actually a little embarrassing, but I'm a comedian. So mm-hmm. embarrassing stories um tend to make their way into my act anyway. That's okay. Um so yeah, Chase. Okay, this was recent. <laughs> probably like last month yeah probably last month a couple okay. weeks ago actually so she stays um, wild yeah let me just <laughs> I, I, I want to give the breakdown because the breakdown of it is I, I want to give some background contents to it you know how women before and after our menstruation cycle we're usually typically very very horny yes you know? Women are extremely horny. And if we don't get that fix, we're like, ah, you know, we're all over the place. You can't even think sometimes. Exactly. Especially around those specific times, Mm -hmm. before and after. Mm -hmm. This specific time was after. I have a guy that was in my life that, you know, I, you know, we'd be fucking, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. I do. We having sex, doing our thing, and all that shit, and you know, we we try to have a friendship with it too. So, like, friends with benefits type of situation. Yeah. And I had that with him. We've been on and off for a couple years now. And the past couple months have been pretty cool as far uh-huh. as me and him getting along and everything like that because you know he's a um you know he 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 he's terror attached to a really good dick. Oh, if that makes sense, he's it like. Does. He's a, a whirlwind. He's a, it's like the devil with a smiling face. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I've met a couple of those. Emoji. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, with a smiling face. He's a de- I call him devil dick. Demon. Devil dick, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. He's in my phone as Diablo. Yeah, Mr. Diablo and I were, you know, doing our thing or whatever like that. While I was on my menstruation, I was, you know, still showing him some love, you know uh-huh. what I mean? You know, he's <laughs> showing him some love, you know, yeah, yeah. giving him the good, good and yeah, all yeah. that. But it comes around to my turn, like, now I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And I we got into an argument right when I got off my period. I'm like, what the fuck? How yeah, this is we supposed to happen before. Yeah, like we spoke, come on now, you know. And it, one day came along after this argument, the next day he wasn't answering any of my calls. And I was uh, a little annoyed about that now because I'm sexually frustrated. Of course. So I did I did a pull up, you know, I, 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 the night came, I had a show, I went through my show, went through my day. And at the end of the night, I said, you know what, let me just pull up to his house, yeah. you know, just see what I see. Yeah, and I yeah, pulled yeah. up and he was sitting in the car with another girl. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. the girl wasn't the issue. I wasn't really worried about no. her. Because mind you, this isn't a person I'm in a relationship with. Right. But. I mean, I got out the car, I looked and then I smiled at him and he smiled at me. 
And then I went back to my car and I sat there for like two seconds and he's began to pull off and I chased them. I followed them around. With the girl the- in the car? With the girl in the car. Okay. He was, driving, he was, I guess he was driving her car. She's in the passenger seat. Okay. I followed them around the city, but it had to be a two hour chase. And he will pull over and stop like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I said, shit, shit. I ain't getting no dick. She ain't getting no dick either. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Diablo, come on out. out. Yeah, come on I said, Diablo. we're all hanging out. We're all, this is a three-way. We're all hanging out tonight. Come and knock on our door. I said, let her know. I don't want to fight. I don't want any problems or anything. Yes, yes. I'm just going to go wherever. I want to make you extremely uncomfortable. I'm just going to go. Wherever yeah. you go, I'm going to go. Because mm-hmm. yesterday, I made you nothing under four minutes. Now, ain't no way. I never had a man ignore me. If I bust make him buzzing up like that. Hell I no. never had no man ignore me. So mm-hmm. that right there, I'm like, oh, you're killing my pride, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I did a whole chase through Southwest Philly. And wherever they went, I went. He ended up pulling up at the police station. I don't think he really wanted to get me in trouble. He wanted to scare me. Gotcha. Because he know I got a lot to lose and all that right, stuff. Right, 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 anything. right. So he's like, if I pull up, in his mind, I know he's like, if I pull up to this police station, she's going to stop following us. And she's going to stop Wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls up there. I'm like, go in there. You know, I'm calling this bluff on it. Yeah. I'm like, go in there. He really ain't want to do it, but it was a police officer sitting down, sitting out in her truck outside the station. So he yeah. went over there and talked to those police officers and he's pointing at my car and everything. I'm like, oh God. So they pull up, the cops pull up next to me and they're asking me. I'm like, yeah, um, nothing's wrong. I'm not trying to fight or anything. He actually has something that belongs to me and I'm trying to get it back. So as he's put, the cop is talking to me and as he's pulling off, I pull off on the cop and I still continue to chase them. And the cop... <laughs> I, I did have a drink. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I had a drink. I was not in my right mind. That whole situation, I'm really covered and blessed because that whole situation could have went totally left. Totally bad, yeah. You know? Yeah. The, but the cops sensed that I wasn't dangerous as yeah. far as like violent. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to fight. I'm not violent. None of that. Like, And that, you said you it know, was, was a female cop too, right? Yep, exactly. She knew what the fuck was up. She knew, yeah, she was, like, she was like, she low-key was like, go ahead, sis, go get them, you know? Put their sunglasses on. I didn't see nothing. Right. So basically, I followed him some more, and it started getting like at this point he's getting frustrated. So he's getting out the car, and he's bluffing again with wanting to throw something at my car. So right. I, uh, so I stopped. But I, at this point, I'm having fun. I'm doing donuts. Yeah. I'm yelling out the window. I'm blasting, blasting music. I'm blasting his favorite song. I'm blasting music, and I'm yeah. singing and all that shit. And I'm just following. I was out of my goddamn mind. That's okay. And it was. So 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 crazy but I did that shit man and um the girl she's in the car she's not saying anything I don't know if she's nervous or she's yeah. like oh my god you know drive her somewhere so she we can take care of her whatever the case whatever. may be I didn't give a fuck at the time yeah my whole thing is you you've got some nerve yeah I took care of you you gotta take care of me and listen tomorrow won't matter but tonight oh y'all not about to have a pleasant night Hell no, not on your watch. So I pulled the crazy bitch pretty much. That's okay. The most recent story. (laughs) How did it end? Did you finally say, okay, fuck them, let them go, or did they take a turn and you lost them? They took a turn and I lost them. Okay, I did not say. (laughs) They took a turn and I lost them because I probably could have went all night. I yeah, all night at this point, you know, I'm like smoking a cigar. I feel like a boss bitch. It's all oh types God, of I shit love you. going on. You know, I'm blasting music. What was his favorite song that you were blasting? Um, I was blasting Kevin Temple. Can we talk? Oh, I'm like, can, can we, we talk, talk for, for a minute? minute? <laughs> and he's like, no, we can't. He was 
trying to get away. You know, I'm pretty sure he was embarrassed and annoyed and everything, but I, I felt like I'm annoyed. Why, like, you know, take care of me the way I take care of you. Was you there a gas probably, station stop? There was not a gas station stop, but that probably would have stopped me at some uh-huh. point. Yeah. And you know, this was crazy. You know what the craziest part, the gas prices was the craziest part of this story because <laughs> yeah. as much as we've been complaining about gas, mm-hmm. I completely ignored the hell out of the get- fact that gas is five plus dollars yeah, yeah. Dollar in, that, in, in most places and everything. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll throw 20 <laughs> in here later. It was, it was mind blowing. That night itself, I, I wasn't hurt or sad. Afterwards, I was laughing. A bit. Yeah. I went home, rolled myself some weed, mm-hmm. and I just put on my favorite show. And I was like, well, at least I got to annoy the motherfucker for a good two hours. Yeah. You yeah. know, I yeah. felt like I got my lick back a little bit, you know? <laughs> Are we done with him? Or is if he, if Diablo calls again, is the phone getting answered? Diablo is someone I got to put on ice mm-hmm. at a different time. I mm-hmm. won't lie and say I'm completely done. I get that. But I'm like 80% done. Okay. Or I'm at the point where I don't get as upset. Yes. Things happen. Yeah, because you, know, you have needs. I do have needs. If I was to find somebody to pr- replace Diablo's uh, dick, I don't know. I don't know how long Diablo would stay around. That's why yeah. I'm like, listen, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's certainly so much respect to you for the chase because <laughs> I know. I know, and I hope that there's listeners out there who are on our wavelength. I feel like if you're listening to this show, you probably are. Where as women, we have those moments where we're about where where something clicks. And we're like, oh, shit's about to get crazy. You're about to see a different side of me. I remember, and this was so long ago. And also, it's never about the other woman. Mm-hmm. Let's just be right. clear. Yeah, my, my anger and nothing was towards yeah. her. I barely was angry, to be honest. But, yeah, it's more like know. a Joker maniacally laughing kind of feeling. But there was a time when I was probably about 17 or 18 years old. And I had an on and off again boyfriend in high school. And this is you know, my best friend in high school, she always had my back. She would sit without judgment. And he said he was going to this casino, Mohegan Sun. He was like, oh yeah, I'm going with the guys to Mohegan Sun. And I remember waiting in a parking lot right with her in my car my seats all the way down like my eyes over the the top of the car and we just waited and I was like let's see if this motherfucker rolls by in the car and I if he does girl then did a little stakeout <laughs> you have to do a stakeout you have to do and I did a little stakeout I'm on the case see there's limitations to my crazy I know how crazy I can go before I'm about to like alter my life right right before you things know get like i'd be like all right bitch roll it in. yeah 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 you yeah <laughs> that's too much we hit the line mm-hmm, <laughs> we hit the exactly. line that's so funny though that's so funny and did, did he try to contact you after or was he like that was too much or you think he was low-key turned on um a part of me felt like he was slightly turned on mm-hmm. even though it was frustrating for him mm-hmm. toward the end of the chase yeah but he did try to reach out to me afterwards okay you know because yeah. he, he sensed where my frustration was coming from as well like man yeah. I'm holding it down I'm here you know for you and all this stuff doing my part as a friend and you ain't gonna take care of my one little need yeah. you know like you know, so like he I think he understood that part a little bit as well because he did contact me afterwards I was prepared for us to not talk anymore so I yeah was just like, oh well and that probably also added to the fact that you kept it going for so long you're like I may never talk to him again so I, I'm just gonna have fun that's where my mind was at I was like yeah ah, this might be the end of this so let me rock out with my cock out yeah let's go out with a bang I was let's like go out with a bang, bang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I love that. That is so, I had no idea when you said that it was going to be like a little bit about a car chase. I could never have pictured that that is where the story was going. And I'm so glad that it did. And I'm so right. glad that you were just like owning every inch of it. I am. I wanted to like, and I've been trying to formulate a joke out of this. Like, you know, you ever had dick so good if you end up in a car chase, <laughs> you know, I've been trying to like make fun of myself in yeah. the situation a bit and like also relate to women who have done crazy things yes. over that guy that hits their spot. Yeah. You know, cause like this is the man who made me squirt for the first time. So oh, really? Yeah. Were you, were you trying to squirt or were you, was it just like it happened? It just happened. Wow. And I thought I couldn't. Okay. On all my years of being sexually active, I thought that was just something that I wasn't able to do. Mm -hmm. You know, like one of those, if you got it, you got it, you don't, you don't yeah. type of things because it never, I never did it. You know, yeah. so I was just like, when I had felt that release and then mm -hmm. it's like, once you hit that button, it's kind of easier for to, it to keep getting hit. So you unlock like, something. Yep. And it, it, it kept happening. The squirting kept happening. I was like, oh shit. Okay. You know, like, this is so, good. <laughs> this, is, this is something I could get used to. I squirted once, but it wasn't from um man. I had an instructional thing on my phone and I was like, I think I can make myself do this. Uh, we can get here. I am not going to be limited by thinking that uh, only some women can do it. And I did it. And <laughs> As I was doing, I'm like following the instructions. I'm like, okay, get yourself in this position. Get <laughs> like, comfortable. Get yeah. comfortable. Pillow under your butt. And like, I'm like doing all the moves. And um, when it happened, I was like, I thought I was peeing everywhere. And so I like jumped up and it's still going. And I'm just like running across my bedroom to the bathroom. This was the years ago, but I did it. And I was like, okay. So, but uh. I regret to inform you, there has not been any squirting since. Wow, you got to find, I mean, it should be open now. I mean, it should be ready to- <laughs> The tunnel should know, be should open. Be like yeah, a, yeah. yeah, the turn on button, it should be flipped <laughs> to the other side. So any, you get a good guy up in there. Yeah, no one's know, found it. Every, no one's found yeah. it. <laughs> Seriously, I think another scary part of this story, because I did some, a lot of um, self-reflecting after uh -huh. I did that. Of course. You know, after you do some crazy shit, you got to self-reflect. A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> A hundred percent. You crazy yes. shit. You got to sit there like, all right now, bitch. <laughs> you know? You have to sit and with it. Let's have a team, team meeting. Exactly. A team meeting in my head with yep. all of my personalities. Yep. I called the group. I called the meeting. You know, all my personalities <laughs> showed up and sat at the table like, all right, now, you, 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 you danced with the devil that night. Okay. I danced with the devil. I didn't sleep with the devil, but I danced with him. Yeah. And I think one of the craziest things that came about was me remembering that my mother did something like this when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I remember my mom having these wild outbursts, you know, emotional outbursts or acting on emotion. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever she felt like her feelings were played with, whenever she was hurt. Yeah. So, and I'm just like, wow, we really are sometimes a replica of our mothers, especially women. When you're, when you start to act like your mom, <laughs> it's just like a, whoa, you know, like <laughs> yeah situation you're like okay we are the same person one time my mom my parents were fighting this was so long ago they were fighting and my parents are wild wild and uh or they were wild wild and they uh my parents were fighting and then my dad pulled off and he went down a one way and my mom followed him and she's jetting down the one way I'm in the front seat no business in the front seat and we got pulled over by a cop and my dad got off scot-free he like goes but they pulled my mom over and she's like I'm chasing my husband <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm just sitting you know there what's like, crazy? What's we went down a one way too that night. You have to. If this, you if went down a one, he yeah. went down a one way. I know he couldn't believe it at that point. He said, yeah. "Oh my God, you're following me down a one way too." Yeah, she means business. Yeah, that's business. when he knew I was serious. That's when he was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, this bitch ain't playing. She's following me, following me." Oh my God. Well, I guess we're good company if we uh we're following in our mother's footsteps of of uh, fun and wild. We're in good company. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit. You said you've been working the summer, grinding it out. How's how's your summer been in terms of comedy? Comedy in the summer, uh, this I'll say this. I don't probably the roughest summer I had with comedy, really? mm-hmm. only because the amount of shows that I'm used to getting. Summer is pretty slow for comedy in general. Yeah. People were going to the shore and mm-hmm. you know traveling and vacations and all that stuff. And sometimes uh, and during the pandemic, it's hard to get people to come out still. Yes. You yes. know, because now, you know, monkeypox and all types of shit mm-hmm. is floating around. So I'll have to say the most difficult part of my summer was producing shows. Right. Um, and the shows that I was a part of were paying lower than the shows that I typically, you know, do. Yeah. But I was taking them because it's work and it's stage time. And, and it's just to do it. Yeah, you just of course. I'll say that part was a bit challenging uh, this summer, but I stayed the course. Yeah, you have, yeah. I don't know. Uh, It's like you don't get a blueprint for your career, especially with entertainment. No, you got to make your own. Yeah. You've been doing it for about five, almost six years, right? It'll be five years in October. Five years in October. Five years. Yeah, Mm -hmm. five years. And you, but you've had a lot of wins. You've had a lot of wins in five years, which some people don't have a lot of wins in five years. Some people take way more time. How was being on the Drew Barrymore show? That must have been very exciting for you, right? Yes, it was. I actually was on the Drew Barrymore show during COVID. So uh-huh. it was, it was a, her production team is great, really responsive, really hands-on. Mm-hmm. And I love that they sent, uh, it was a remote show. So I okay. love that they sent all the equipment to my house. It's really fancy, yeah, really fancy production equipment. I was like, wow, you know, so that was pretty cool. Um, and I actually got to go to an in-person show because um, I was invited much later, uh-huh. later on down the line when she started filming in-person shows again. Yeah. Um, that experience alone, I, I had to be clean. So it was nice to take some of my favorite jokes and kind of make them PG friendly mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because for TV, you do have to prepare for those moments. Because the way I talk, I am more on the raw and raunchy side when it comes to comedy. Right. And um, the struggle with that is transitioning that material into more PG material for television. Yeah. So that's something I think I'm working with now. This is my fifth year. So I'm like, I found my voice, but I just want to figure out how I want to present it to the world without losing myself. Yeah. Because there are spaces where I can be raw and raunchy until I get to those spaces where I can fully 110% give the show I want to give. I do have to follow some of these protocols. Of course. Some of these companies where, because they're the one making the decisions and doing the hiring. So you got to give them what they want. They think you're funny, but they want you to alter some things, you know? Of course. And, that works different muscles though, right? Because yeah, now absolutely. you have your raw, your it's raw, your raunchy. Yeah. And, but yep. then you also have a, you're just expanding by doing all that. So that's, exactly. that's really wonderful and how about the new york comedy festival you're coming in town for that are you coming to new york anytime soon uh yes i hope to come into new york hopefully i'm in new york this weekend um Mm -hmm. if i hear back for something i submitted to but the next time i'll be in new york is in september i'm filming Mm -hmm. okay something pretty cool called glorious broads i can't wait till i'm able to really you know go into full detail about yes it's gonna be a really dope show shot kind of documentary style but Mm -hmm. it's not a documentary working with some pretty heavy people with that as far as shows the next time i'll be in the city for a show will be october perfect and do you have any shows in philly that you'd like to promote 
Yes. Um, I have a major show coming up this month called Girls Got Giggles. Girls um, that's Got a Giggles. show my partner Driz and I produced together. We co-produced it together. We did the first one in May and it was a hit. It was mm-hmm. a hit. We sold out Punchline Comedy Club. Wow. That's going down September 28th. It's a Wednesday. And the thing about Girls Got Giggles is we're trying to bring diverse lineups and super funny people from all over the country, including Philly and the surrounding areas, to one stage. Mm-hmm. And uh, Girls Got Giggles this time around, it was all females, the first lineup, but this is an all-male lineup and we're calling it Sausage Fest. Oh, yep. will it be like Girls Got Giggles Sausage Fest edition? Yeah, Girls so- Got Giggles presents Sausage Fest. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, and you know what? Maybe, just maybe, in that pile of sausage, there might be some new Diablo dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad I don't fuck comedians. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, <laughs> automatically, if it's a comedian, you know it's Diablo dick. So right off the gate. Yep. That- that's what we're working with. Well, Tata, I got to say, can you give everybody your, your social media where they can follow you, where they can keep up with what's next? Yes, absolutely. If you want to keep up with me, you want to come to a show, you want to book me for a show, whatever Hello. you want to do, you can follow me on all social media platforms. Um, I'm heavily on Instagram more than I am on all the others at Tata Sharice, T-A-T-A, and Sharice is spelled like she rise. And I also have a website, tatasharice.com. You can check out a whole bunch of stuff on there, some content. If you're not heavy into social media and you want to go straight to my website, my show schedule is on there. So yeah, I'm easy to find, you know, and very, very, very nice. So don't be afraid to say hi. And I already told you at the beginning of the episode, everybody, the energy radiates through the screen. So Tata, I really appreciate you doing the show. This was so fun. And honestly, you have inspired me to be my most, uh, Whatever, whatever form of crazy I want to be this week, you have inspired yes. me to do you so. You know why? Because that's not where you're stuck. No. You know, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. To okay. Mind a little bit. Just don't put yourself where others in danger. Exactly. I that's our public service. Car chase, uh, a car chase. <laughs> But, you know, it was nighttime. Nobody was really on the streets. So, you know. And you live to tell the tale. And that's all that I matters. I live to tell the tale. <laughs> that's how I want to thank you so much for doing the show. And you and I will talk soon. All right. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Bye.